everyone and welcome to another segment of sports reality once again i'm jeremy john and i'm here with my co-host rike akande what's going on everybody ah got gloomy outside started raining are you feeling blah no not at all (laughs) (laughs) not at all but you know i don't really i don't really like rain Um, yeah i don't like rain We, we almost had an unfortunate event today we sure did, man. But uh, miscommunication. miscommunication. <laughs> man, miscommunication. Man. Short story. Uh, I was supposed to pick up Rike yes. from uh, from her job. It's not a. It's now a job, right? It's now a job. Yes. So I was supposed to pick her up. Supposed to ride here together. And you we're know? supposed to come together. And um, I was running late because I had something to do. And then I thought the text said, "Don't worry." I assumed. You know what they say about assumptions. Right. I was saying don't worry about being late. You know, I'm, I'm just here chilling, waiting for you. He I thought I meant don't worry, don't come. Huh? <laughs> so 7 o'clock rolls around, 7.15 rolls around. I'm, I don't even text him and hit him up and be like, where you at? You text me. And I'm yeah. just like, and I'm like, yeah, so you still on your way? And you were like, huh? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, fail. So I had to rush and go get my car, and I sped here down Georgia Avenue, all those lights, all those stop signs. Um, I still made it here on time. So. I know. I was surprised. I didn't think yeah. it was going to happen. Oh, uh, we haven't happened. Yes, we have an action-packed show we today. Do. Um, definitely going to talk about the performance-enhancing drug suspensions that were handed down this past Monday. Yep, suspensions. Uh, the PGA Tour. There's the PGA Championship starting tomorrow. Yep. And um, of course, Tiger Woods is always a, a favorite. Topic, at, go ahead. Hot t- I'm just saying a hot topic. People are, are confident because of his last event. So. Yes, the Bridgestone Invitational. He did win this past Sunday. Yes. Uh, there's some other news. We seem to talk about this gentleman every week now, Johnny Manziel. A lot of Man. things going on with him. And then just news in the NFL. The NFL is kicking into revving into gear. It is. Th- that made no sense, right? Revving into gear. It, it, it made no sense. It didn't really. No. It's it's um, I guess it's changing gears. It is transitioning. It's getting started, basically. <laughs> yes, it's becoming a hot topic. It's uh, it's always relevant, but you know, preseason, first preseason game is starting to get excited. Football. So yeah, so we have a lot of things to talk about. Also, topic of the week. Um, we last week we did the rough draft of our uh, 
top 32 quarterbacks or quarterback ranking of right. starting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I did an extensive study, and I have come up with my list. Have you come up with yours? I have a list. I okay, say. that's fine. I have a list. So, yeah, so we have that, and that's definitely what we'll talk about. We did not get any questions for our question and answer segment, but if you want us to answer a question live during the show, you could definitely ask us on Twitter, uh, Sports Reality LV. Uh, you can also go on to listenvisionlive.com and go into the chat log and ask us a question there. Rike is definitely checking the chat log. And I just logged and in. And she will be talking to you. Also, she will be answering questions. And if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, we're definitely welcome to hear that. Let's get the show. Whoa, before we get the show started, uh, Eric, how's everything with you? Missed you last week, Eric. Even though we're in good hands, we did miss you. We were. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was down to Disney World. Oh, you didn't miss us then? No. <laughs> I told you guys about Eric. I already told you guys about Eric. So this is no surprise to me. Just down in Disney World, man. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Then we went to uh, Sarasota, which apparently is the number one beach in America. Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, seen it was. It was. Seen pictures. It was. It was crazy. The, it's no joke when they say the sand is like baby powder. It's like the softest thing in the yeah, world. That's it's what crazy. I heard. That's it's what, so weird. That's what it's famous for. That's pretty sand. awesome. Yes, well, that's good to hear that you uh, did not miss us. Another, another, <laughs> another great weekend for you. <laughs> so let's get this show started. Let's start with Major League Baseball. Uh, Performance-enhancing drug suspensions was levied, handed down. And, of course, the big fish is Alex Rodriguez. He got a 211-game suspension, which is pretty much a suspension starting tomorrow, yep. which he is appealing, but... It is starting. Yeah, I wondered if he was going to appeal it. Oh, of course. I mean, he might as well. There's yeah. No reason not to. Um, it's a. Uh, he's appealing it, but um, the suspension was supposed to start tomorrow. We'll go to the end of this season and then all of next season. There are also some other names. Uh, we have uh, Valdespin, Valdespin from the uh, Mets. Um, he'll Montero, Cervelli, uh, Everett Cabrera, uh, Bestardo. Uh, Johnny Peralta. Um, those are just a few names of um, of a list of players that are suspended and will be suspended for the remainder of the season. My question is, do you think baseball did the right thing by suspending them for the amount of games remaining in the season? And for next season? Well, these well, guys for A-Rod, are... For A-Rod. Okay, if A-Rod, A-Rod... Let's talk about A-Rod suspension first. A-Rod suspension... Um, I'm okay with it. Uh, like I said, like we were talked about before when we were talking about like what we think they should do. We, we got to hit them hard if you want to. If this is something you want to crack down on, like you got to hit them hard. Because if you were to just suspend them for the rest of this season, I'm pretty sure Arod would consider taking. I mean, I I don't think that would stop him. Um, I, now did it hit their contracts or anything? That's what I didn't know. Like, yeah, they will definitely uh, lose money for this season, but this season alone. And for some of the guys on that list, that's not a big deal. But there are some others who are making uh, professional minimums on the list. Well, it's a start to correct the problem. So I'm okay with all the suspensions that were laid down. It's a start. Uh, like I said, just today, um, Alex Rodriguez is uh, is going to appeal. He, he already put, already did put his, in for the appeal? Yes. Okay. Yes. You're correct. Put yeah. in a motion. Yeah, put in the Thank motion. Thank you, Eric. That is the more... Um, 
correct way, sure. professional way to, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, he's definitely uh, putting his appeal and he will play tonight, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and he will continue playing until the appeal is heard. And it looks like the appeal will not be heard until the off season. So he may actually play the remainder of this season. Uh, that's what it's looking like. Um, but like you said, you think the suspensions are fair. I think the suspension. Well played, A Rod. Well yes, played. It was well played. <laughs> yep. uh, and you know what? He was the big fish, and that's why it was taking so long for these uh, suspensions to be uh, handed out. But um, he's appealing it, and he's fighting it because he's saying, You didn't get me yet, so you can't exactly. suspend me for a test that I didn't fail. Exactly. So. Um, he, he actually did the right move. Now, um, I think another time we'll have to talk about did baseball do the right thing and actually um, how they handle PEDs, which I don't think so because uh, this has been going on for a long time. But we'll mean, as far as the testing? for Yeah, or? testing and, and suspensions. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, they're just so behind on everything, you know. They're, that's what I said about Major League Baseball. They're always behind all the other major professional sports in America. Let's move on to the PGA Tour. This past weekend, Tiger Woods won the Bridgestone Invitational mm-hmm. convincingly. He was on fire since day one last Thursday. He was. Uh, and he won with, a, um, I think, a 15-shot lead. I don't know what it or was. Or at least one point in the tournament, he had a 15-shot lead in the tournament and he looked very well um one thing that did stand out for me putting lately his putting has been very bad mm-hmm. and this past weekend he did very well it's kind of smooth yeah very uh very consistent mm-hmm. uh he had lots of birdies and, and lots of pars um tiger woods gets into issues when he's um bogeying or getting double bogeys or you know not or not even getting that par sometimes or in some situations he could have got the birdie and then he settled for the par by a, a slight mistake so he definitely looked very good and um tomorrow the pga championship is starting and it is the last major of the calendar year uh do you think he will win the pga i mean the pga championship uh I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't really know how to call, like these type of events. Um, I mean, I'm say he definitely he he's looking better than he has, and it's good momentum going into um, going into it. But I mean, I don't really know. I would like to see him win. That would do. That'd be a lot for him. That'd be big for him to win, because um, the question's always coming out. You know, is Tiger Woods done, or is Tiger Woods too mentally out of it to? to compete or to continue to win tournaments and stuff. So I don't know. I would like to see him win, but I don't really know how to call it. I would like to see him win. And um, I just have a feeling that he will win also. Um, He's playing very well as of late. Like we said this past weekend, and that could be the big confidence booster. Uh, The last couple majors, he didn't win the tournament right before, or if he did win the tournament, he was off for like two weeks, and then the next tournament was the major, and he didn't do well. I think with the momentum from last week, I think that will carry him into this week. And if he starts off well Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine. The key is he has to have a good Saturday. 
If he doesn't have a good Saturday, he can't get set up for a good Sunday. Oh, you mean he needs to start off strong, basically? Yes. Okay. So that's uh, that's what I think will will happen. My prediction is that he will win. There are some dark horses. I think Phil Mickelson could definitely be in the mix, uh, and uh, maybe uh, Rory McIlroy, who hasn't been playing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he could be in the mix also. Let's move on to our sports bloopers. Bloopers. Oh, Yo, we you, got, you watched that video I sent you, right? Yes, I did. I don't know if you guys saw this this Manning. <laughs> Oh, no. People must have seen it. It already has 2 million views since yesterday. Oh, that, I don't even remember. <laughs> I think I saw someone tweet it, and I sent it to you. Yeah. It, it, did you are we watching that today? I Unfortunately. All right. Unfortunately. Well, you guys go watch it. Go Google Manning um, commercial. The Mannings are just... They have some rap commercial out for yeah, DirecTV. Direct TV. Sunday it's, tickets. It's just ridiculous. So, yes, we do have some bloopers. I can't remember. I think we only have two, but they're quite entertaining. Eric, if you could just cue those bloopers for us, please. Oh, two coming. Did he go? Yes. <laughs> Not exactly a Tiger Woods moment for him with the fist pump. I mean that. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, <laughs> you know, Eric, I didn't even notice that. I thought he just tripped. He, he uh, twisted his ankle. Celebration. <laughs> hey, we have blooper number two. This is hilarious. Pitches outside, throw to second, not in time. Oh, well, this isn't it. You got to wait for the next play, the next couple plays. That's the setup. Saguna's on second. Ryan Braun gets walked. First and second with He's on first. So Segura is on second still. Segura, I'm sorry. And Segura takes off, and he is going to be picked off. And Braun able to get to second base, but Segura. So Ryan Braun is out. Is out. Wait a minute. He tagged Segura. Segura left the bat. <laughs> Segura's going to. Do y'all realize what just happened? No. Oh, he tagged Oh, I don't. Okay, Segura's on second. second He was caught in a rundown between second and third. So Ryan Braun, thinking he was going to get the third, got to second. But because Segura ran back to second, all they had to do was tag Braun because Braun is now supposed to be on first. Oh, they tagged the wrong person. No, they tagged the right person. That's what he did. You saw he tagged both of them. But Braun is really the person who's out. Look what happened. Segura's there. Segura left the back, tagged Segura right away. He would have been Braun out. with the second. Check it out. Right here. Braun tag, is tag, out tag. right now. now but Segura anyway, went right back to he put the tag, third. He put the tag on him the second time. He should be out. Absolutely. Because he did the right thing. <laughs> so they're both out. Segura's got out. Honestly, run. I can't remember what. They both have to be out. No, Segura, Segura got to first. He went out. back to first. But he so was tagged first. first. Time he oh, tried to he was second, tagged, he was but he was on the second the base. Second time he's out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wait, because he was initially on second base. Got it. Got it. Got it's it. It's his got base. It, Ryan it. Braun was the one that needed to go back to first. Got but it. But Ryan, they, so they tagged Ryan Braun, but then Segura runs back to first. Got it. <laughs> so now he's on first base instead of second base. So those are our bloopers of the week. Hope you liked them. If you have any. Thing that's funny, like what Rike saw with the Mannings, even though I didn't think it was it's funny. It's not funny. It's just ridiculous. I was just wondering if we're going to show it. It was sports-related Manning family. I mean, I would never picture that family doing that. And their dad was in the commercial, too. Yeah, he was. It was Eli, Peyton, and their dad. 
Where was, it was Cooper? Just, it wasn't even funny. It was, I don't know where that kid is. Where, where is he, that way? kid is? Where, where is he? What, what year is he in school? Or? No, Cooper is their older brother that didn't make it. Don't they have a younger brother? Where's the younger brother? I don't know if they have a younger one. If there's younger, then he's really, really young. I thought they had a really young one. I don't know. No, but Cooper is the one who got hurt in high school, I want to say. He's irrelevant. That's why he wasn't in the commercial. He's the one that got hurt in high school and um, just didn't make it to college because of his injury. But um, let's move on. Johnny Manziel. Yes, Johnny Manziel. Uh, There are allegations that he received improper benefits for signing sports memorabilia. Um, There was one sports memorabilia broker who went to his uh, hotel in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, when they played Alabama last year, when they beat Alabama for Alabama's lone loss Mm -hmm. of the season. And uh, Johnny Manziel signed autographs. Uh, That broker said um, Manziel, it's not clear if Manziel accepted money from that broker, but there is now a broker from the East Coast uh, that was in January, met Johnny Manziel in New Haven, Connecticut in January to sign uh, other sports memorabilia. And that broker is saying that Manziel did ask for money and received money. Mm-hmm. Now, receiving money is against NCAA rules because NCAA players are amateurs, and that is something we'll definitely get into. Um, I just thought about do it. Do we think they should make money? Yeah, they be able to we, make money? we definitely need a should. segment for that. We do because I can go. I, I think about this all the time. Yeah. it comes up in conversation all the time. Um, so yeah, so. Johnny Manziel, what is uh, what they're trying to find out is if he did receive improper benefits. If he did, there are definitely different punishments. Well, there should be one punishment. It should be ineligibility for the entire year because the NCAA has set a precedence for that so far that they um, they don't they don't like players doing that. Uh, and that they will suspend you. Uh, Terrell Pryor and other players from Ohio State were suspended. Terrell Pryor was suspended for the entire season. Uh, their head coach, um, Jim Tressel, resigned, but he was suspended for the for the season. Terrell Pryor even got suspended in the NFL because he decided to go in the supplemental draft and got drafted, and he was suspended for the first five games in the NFL yeah, for what that. he did in college. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the NCAA would do um, if it's true, Johnny Menzel knows the rule. I, like I said, I think and you think that NCAA players should be paid more than their scholarship and their room and board. But the rules are the rules. So if he did receive improper benefits, I think he should be ineligible. What do you think? Um, definitely. I mean, it's a rule. Even though I don't agree with it, and I think that yeah, I mean, you're making, they're getting money made off of them. I think they should be able to make them more. But it's a rule. You broke it. So. Yeah, and it's a rule that's been in place for years, exactly. decades. Um, and there's been lots of schools that have gotten in trouble for this. Uh, just look at SMU in the 80s. SMU was a powerhouse but because of improper benefits. They lost football, which is called the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And they lost football for two years, and they have not been able to get back to that point this was 1986 or 7 they got the death penalty they made their first bowl game in 2010 because of that 
So teams don't get the death penalty anymore, but players are held accountable, and I think the schools should be held accountable also. Um, so we are in agreement that um, if it's true, that he should be suspended, right? We agree. I disagree. Now, it's crazy how you have a lot of reporters now and people in different media outlets that are trying to say, well, Johnny Menzel should get paid, and this is why the NCAA should make their changes right now. Johnny Menzel shouldn't be the reason the NCAA should make their changes. It, there's been a widespread problem with this. It's, it's crazy how people are trying to give him a pass. They're like, well, he's, you know, they're making so much money off of him. He's not the only player they're making money off of. You don't see the other players going out there and doing that. Or you don't see them getting caught in doing this, which is uh, my issue with uh, different media outlets right now. Is like they're trying to say, like, they're trying to justify what he did. You know the rules, exactly. and you broke him. And not only did you break him, you've been getting in trouble in other parts of your life. Talking about um, getting in trouble, Jordan Hill starting running back for LSU was reinstated to play for the LSU Tigers. Do you know what he was suspended for? I have no idea. I know this wasn't planned, but I heard about it yesterday. Um, in high school, him and a teammate, uh, the charge technically is, um, man, I forgot the carnal knowledge. Let me let me look up the exact uh, carnal knowledge. Yes, let so me he look got up suspended in high school. Yeah, because he got he got no he didn't get suspended. He got charged with a felony. Basically, he him and a teammate were messing around with a fourteen year old in the locker room against her will in high school. Yes. Okay. He pleaded, and that and that was knocked down to a misdemeanor. So he was put on probation. Mm-hmm. Last year, he got into a fight. Well, I wouldn't even say a fight. He sucker punched someone who wasn't even looking came up behind them sucker punched them person unconscious injured he got arrested got charged the judge knocked it down to a misdemeanor again and <laughs> then so less miles what level you are in sports athletes just to just get yeah handouts basically <laughs> less miles um suspended him indefinitely but then let his team decide when he was put on probation for a second time for the second offense. Mm-hmm. He let the team vote to um, when to reinstate him. Reinstate him, yes. And his what? teammates said, "Of course, they want him back." Right? Isn't that isn't that crazy? Like how you're the coach. What kind of judiciary system is that? And not only are you the coach, your your athletic the, the, uh, director should be the one saying, "No, like this is the second uh, run-in with the law." You don't let the team decide. We'll decide. That shouldn't even really be the coach's decision. No. That is something where the school would step in or yeah. at least the or athletic the, director. Or the at legal the system. Ath- I mean, that's it. <laughs> but at least because- the athletic director. Well, because it was knocked down. I mean, the legal system, they knocked it down to misdemeanors. Yeah. So the school needs – I mean, whether or not – no matter what the, 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 the system does, the school still needs to say, this is not okay. We don't stand for this. There needs to be punishment no matter what goes on. This is a reflection of your program, what you're allowing. Mm-hmm. And for the fact that they let the team make a decision, that's embarrassing. Like, the athletic director needs to step in as soon as a coach, as soon as he hears a coach is doing that foolishness. And then if not, the athletic director, the school, because that's just that's ridiculous. And um, did I say his name was Jeremy Hill? Is that what I said? 
Nice or something else. I, oh, you said I'm, it's from LSU? Yeah, from LSU. His name is Jeremy Hill. I think I misquoted his name. Um, but yeah, and there actually is a fight video. The video is actually somewhere on the internet. Um, yeah, Jeremy Hill. Yes. So, um, and is there is there a coincidence or is this something that both these allegations are from the SEC? They are? Yes. LSU's an SEC and um, Texas Tech is. It's a, but football's king in the SEC, so you can get away with murder. Look at um, no pun intended, but look at Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> no pun intended. He was in trouble a lot in Florida. Pun intended. Sharif Floyd. Uh, there's a lot of players who are in, who have been in trouble from the SEC, but yet they get a pass. Let's move to our sports memes. Very entertaining portion of the show. I do know some people who strictly tune in to watch that. Oh, really? Yeah. Appreciate that. I hope yeah, you we tune in right now. <laughs> and we have um, some some very funny memes um, coming up. Meme number one. By the way, do you notice uh, the hat that I'm wearing? No. Can't oh. see it. <laughs> Remember, guys, Aaron Hernandez will be treated like family. Do you remember what movie that's from? Uh, no. The Longest Yard. The Longest Yard. <laughs> 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 Meme number two. This is my favorite one. <laughs> I heard the new NBA 2K14 is so real that when Kobe gets the ball, the pass button just stops working. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. It's very realistic. Chris Tucker and Ice Cube from Friday. <laughs> very funny I've movie. never seen any of those Friday movies. Oh, <laughs> oh, shoot. You oh, have shoot. a white boy disappointed oh, in you right now for not watching the Friday movies. <laughs> you gotta handle Rike, to be honest, you really just gotta watch Friday and next Friday. And next Friday. You don't have Friday to watch. after next was bad. Yeah, that was really bad. Man, I've never seen <laughs> that was a bunch of old rappers really desperate for money. <laughs> I might have to watch them. Dang, Eric called me out. <laughs> Eric called me out. Your homework assignment is <laughs> to so watch it before I'll try, next I'll try to get that assignment. Show. Down for next week. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll come on the show next week quoting some lyrics for Friday. <laughs> Meme number three. Bulls fans be like, Derrick Rose will be back soon. <laughs> oh man, Derrick Rose just just can't get a can't get. I mean, a pass I don't understand why people are giving him such a hard time. Like, would you really want to step into the playoffs at that point in time? I know, but. It's Chicago. I guess they're saying. I guess they're saying you're letting your team down if you're not at least trying to help them yeah. or give them a fighting and chance. Since you got Whatever. cleared since February, been that's the I issue. Guess that's the thing. My issue is the team so shouldn't have came out and said he got cleared. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Meme number four. Brooklyn Nets practice facility. <laughs> <laughs> Retirement village. Yeah, pretty close. Disrespect. They're still going to do work, though. You, you guys wait and see. Oh, yeah, they'll do work. They will do work. I mean, it's the East. No, sh- I mean, not no, no shade. No, they're shade. They're shade. <laughs> I was going to say no shade to the East, but plenty of shade. It's the East. They're, they're going to do damage. And meme number five. Haiti, 1943. And U.S. Wow. 2013. <laughs> Disrespect, man. Those are women's pants. They flare out <laughs> at the bottom. Like, now, if he didn't have those pants rolled up, 
I mean, that's a flare. Like they go, women's pants get skinny in the thigh, and then open back, and then up open up a little a bit. Calf. Like it's not a big flare, but come on, you Wade. Now, um, that I recall that's called a uh, bell bottom cut, or uh, no, 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 boot cut. Boot yeah, cut, it right? is boot cut. That is boot cut. <laughs> now, my man in, in, from Haiti in 1943. He has some space at least. He yeah, can breathe. Those are men's pants. He just. It don't, it's not flared in. I mean, it's yeah. not skinny around the thighs. He just. You just didn't have any pants that fit him. Because look at the men behind him. They have pants that fit. Now, that looks like it's a famous person from Haiti. Swag. I can't see the name. It's so small Haiti print. But if there is any. If there are any Haitians out there. That see this this meme and know the name, he please. Might just be a regular person, please. No, it has a name. Oh, there's a name to it. Um, if you could tweet us or hear, uh, oh, tweet it's not us. in English. No, it's in it's English. Well, it's English, but I don't know his name. Are, are you talking about the writing right underneath? Yeah, yeah, right under it, Haiti, 1943. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's his name, and I'm not even going to try oh, to pronounce like it. Yeah, because when you look at the other US 2003, you see Dwayne Wade. So that's the name of the person. Yeah. Um, and it is something long with lots of letters. <laughs> if there are any Haitians out there that know who that is, please tweet us, Sports Reality LV. Or, um, yeah, tweet us there. Come in our chat log on uh, listenvisionlive.com and let us know who that is and let us know why they are important and why they are in this meme. <laughs> Let's move yeah. on to the NFL. The NFL. It's back. Yes, and do you hear this music? When you said it's back, it got me pumped. Man, I'm excited. Like, I think I'm starting to... Like, I like the NBA and everything, but just the intensity of waiting a week for Sunday football, like, it's just like the whole day, if I can, spend it watching football. Ah, it's a good feeling. Man, the trash talking that leads up to the right. whole Right, fantasy. Now, I used to... Like, I can thoroughly enjoy fantasy football. Fantasy basketball, not so much. Oh, fancy! Because there's a lot going on. You got to kind of check it every night. Yes. Depending on how your league's set up, if it's like categories or whatever, but you kind of got to pay attention every night. Football's like it's easier, and I enjoy it more. It's more challenging. Um, Riley Cooper, with his oh, yeah. racial slur, um, said a racial slur on video at the Kenny Chesney concert in late June. It surfaced last week. It actually broke right before we were uh, coming on. How did it surface so, so late? Well, um, according, according to the blog that got it, the person who had it was trying to sell it. And uh, I guess they did had no buyers until this blog got hold of it. So, um, but yeah, it surfaced. And he um, apologized to his team and, and not only to his team, to, you know, anyone who was offended by what he said. Right. Um, Kenny Chesney basically distanced himself from Riley Cooper mm-hmm. also. Uh, uh, Riley Cooper uh, then went to uh, therapy this past Friday. He was excused, and he returned uh, yesterday to practice. Now, um, there are a lot of speculations that the Eagles might have cut him, but then the Eagles have lost a lot of wide receivers just today. They lost Aurelius Ben for the year, but they lost Jeremy Macklin last week. Right. Do you think... The Eagles players look at Riley Cooper the same. And not just the black players, all players on the team. Um, Look at him the same. Honestly, like, I always wonder, like, when it comes to sports, if people blot out everything that happens off the field 
just because of how valuable somebody is to the team. Um, so, I mean, it depends. Because you have your type of black people that don't – racial slurs kind of like they, – they might not like it, but they don't let take it, it to heart, them. let it bother them. Um, so, I don't know. It all depends on the person. As a whole, I honestly don't think it affected the team as a whole that much, as a whole. There might be one or two individuals that – were offended by it, like you know, man, that's not cool. But as a whole, um, I don't think the whole the team was bothered by his comments that much. Yeah, I think um, there were a few players who openly um, openly criticized Riley Cooper. Uh, most notably, uh, Lashawn McCoy, starting running back, who said that um, basically, well, after he said what he said. Um, he doesn't know if he could um, totally um, forgive, not necessarily totally, totally forgive, but he doesn't know what Riley Cooper really thinks about him. Because, right. you know, what if they get into a dispute later in the season or later in their careers? They don't, he's like, how, does, how do I know, you know, how he's really feeling about me? Mm-hmm. So you have the players who um, like him, you do have players like um, Jason Avant. And D'Amico Ryan, who say, you know, they're Christian men and they believe in forgiveness and they have already forgiven him and it's now time to play football. Um, I, it's very, I can't really answer because I haven't, outside of high, high school is the highest level that I've got to um, in sports. So I don't know what it's like in college and in the NFL, but um, and college and NFL, it's almost like a family environment when you're, the amount of time that you spend, you see the, your teammates your coaches more than your actual family so i really don't know how this is going to play out the entire year or for the rest of his career i don't know if he's always going to be labeled as a racist mm-hmm. even though he might not be a racist but he'll he'll always be labeled as one because of his comments yes can't, can't really take that back so and, and it um, doesn't really matter what you are at that point people just, are going to view just the other side of the spectrum I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Maybe if I remember what that, I'll definitely bring it up. Uh, there's some other news in the NFL. This past weekend was Hall of Fame weekend, and there are quite a few good players who um, who were inducted. Let's start with uh, were. a Dallas Cowboy, Larry Allen. He played guard and tackle for the Dallas Cowboys for uh, numerous years, all pro, numerous years, pro bowl, um, and won a Super Bowl in uh, 1996. I'm sorry, he did not win a Super Bowl. He wasn't on any of the Super Bowl teams. I'm sorry. But he came to the Cowboys in 97. Um, Chris Carter of the Minnesota Vikings, wide receiver. Curly Culp, defensive tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs from 68 to 74. Jonathan Ogden, the first overall pick for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Offensive tackle. Bill Parcells, head coach for numerous teams, head coach for the Giants where he won two Super Bowls, the Patriots, the Jets, the Cowboys. Uh, Dave Robinson, linebacker for the Green Bay Packers and was on the Green Bay Packers team that won the first two Super Bowls. And Warren Sapp, defensive tackle. I think between him and, and Michael Strahan, I think Warren Sapp might be my fave 
Whoa. For real? Yeah, my fave going in. He might be. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are um, your Hall of Fame inductees. Um, do you think they were all justified? Justified selections. Um, Enshrinement, like sorry. Mary Allen. I mean, yeah, I, I don't have any. I wouldn't have any objections to any of them. I think uh, Chris Carter waited. Well, not not the longest, but Chris Carter was someone that were they were saying first ballot, and he was snubbed six previous years. Of course, you have Curly Culp and Dave Robinson, who um, who have been out of the game for decades, but they weren't considered uh, first ballot Hall of Famers. But they're Hall of Famers now. And, of course, Bill Parcells. This is his first year of uh, eligibility because he finally retired. Right. Uh, <laughs> finally took a seat. So, um, yeah, um, I also agree with you. I think all of these are justified uh, enshrinements to the Hall of Fame uh, speech. Um, do you know what uh, Chris Carter's um, name is? Man, and I forgot to put that picture up so you'd, um, so um, Eric could show us. Uh, but Chris Carter, do you want to know what his first name is? Uh, I'm sure. Have to, I'm gonna have to look it up real quick because I forgot to. Um, this is something like weird or crazy. <laughs> I forgot to um, put it up, and um, during the game, during the Hall of Fame game, they definitely put it up. His name is Gradual Christopher Darren Carter. Gradual. Yes, G R A D U E L. Gradual. Gradual. Not wow. gradual. Where's he from? He's from Ohio. Christopher Gradual. and Christopher is spelled, of course, like Christopher C H R I S T O P H E R Darren D A R I N Carter. Um, but he changed his name to Chris C R I S Carter, which is um, just very interesting. They showed his uh, birth certificate on TV. I'm gonna show you now. Maybe I could turn my laptop top around and it, they could probably see it. Might be a glare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a glare. That won't Can't work. See that. that won't work. But I will def- I'll definitely have it up next week so you can see. But his birth certificate was on TV. And I was um, like, is that legal? <laughs> I also have a update on the, the uh, Haitian over here. Oh, yes. Oh, sweet. So his name is Langushate de Bordas. Uh-huh. His real name is Theodore Biobrin. And he's a... Haitian comedian and actor for, uh, that was born in 1918. Wow. Oh, wow, comedian. Maybe so that's why famous. he was wearing, yeah, maybe that's why he was wearing the clothes like that. Ha ha, him. I think that's just his style. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It could be his style. Wow. Thank you, Eric, for that. Yeah, man, so Eric's he is somebody. such a great producer. I know, man. Eric's we talk about you outside of here. We do. <laughs> Good things, of course. Good things, of how course. Does the, how does the conversation start? I wonder what drugs Eric's on right now. <laughs> Something like that. Like, I wonder what Eric's doing right now. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Reading a book? Of Just images not. of me, like, streaking and running down hallways and stuff. <laughs> there are some other news in the NFL. This past Sunday was the first preseason game. Dallas Cowboys versus the Miami Dolphins. I'm wearing my Dallas Cowboys hat. Yep, I see it. Because I approved of, somewhat approved of the game. They like, Josh and I, um, shout out to my friend Josh, we were chilling um, 
kind of watching the game, kind of not watching the game. And this dude, I mean, I would glance on Twitter, and this guy, Jeremy, and there's this other guy, I Sport Politics. Uh-huh. Shout out to D. Just pumped. Ex- you would think this is a playoff game. <laughs> I was think excited. This is the first round of the playoffs. Just <laughs> pumped on Twitter, just tweeting about the game. And I'm just like, are these dudes really? I was very live ex- tweeting the preseason game versus the Dolphins. I was like, are they really live tweeting? I was really excited because you got to remember, as a Cowboys fan, I am a Cowboys fan. The way the last two seasons have ended and the changes that they have made this season, you know. Um, right, with the defense, everything. The I, de- change I understand. The defense, change You're excited. Off the I, so I want to see how things work. Also, they have a lot of young talent. Um, they do. Gavin Escobar really, woo, he, look, he looked okay. Uh, but, you know, we ended up picking up uh, Dante Rosario um, and then Philip Tanner and uh, Dunbar split time. And our defense actually looked good. Yes, it's a preseason game, but for the first game of the preseason, they looked pretty good for 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 what it was. And a lot of the starters did not play, which is giving me hope that when these starters do play and they get into rhythm, that maybe we can actually start off strong and, and keep going. Um, Cal Orton started the game, mm-hmm. and he won drive, and it, the drive ended. Uh, with a punt, but they did move down the field. Uh, the very first play of defense, um, the Miami Dolphins fumbled the ball, right. and they recovered it. And I know people say, well, you know, the Cowboys recovered it on the Dolphins' seven-yard line. The Cowboys are known for not converting touchdowns. So converting a touchdown. To the conversion off of that turnover. Yes, is a big deal for me, especially for the backups. Even playing, in preseason. Even in preseason. And they were they were playing backups versus. So I don't know. Had that been starters out there, who knows if you guys would have converted. <laughs> That's real. That's not even a joke. <laughs> Those were Cowboys starters playing against Miami. Cowboys backups playing against Miami starters when, when, when that happened. So I was pretty ecstatic. Also, oh, man, I forgot the, the guys, the linebackers name that um, got the interception and, and ran it back for a touchdown. Very athletic move. Caught it, spun, ran, stiffed arm, and kept on going down the field for a touchdown. So I was hyped. And um, can't wait till Friday to see what the Dallas Cowboys would do against Oakland. Did you have any injuries in this game? Not major injuries for both teams, actually. Both teams came out pretty pretty, pretty good. Okay. Usually, Hall of Fame games is always that one injury that you're like, oh, my gosh, this just happened. Right. So what do you think about the defense? The 4-3? That's what you guys are going to Yeah, we're to? playing 4-3 and playing 4-3 with the cover, too. So far, we look good. I do want to show up the safeties. If our safeties get a little better or they get um, – or if we maybe pick up another safety, mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident about this season. Once everyone stays healthy – Pretty confident for me. Making the playoffs is is success. We haven't made it in three years, so making the playoffs is success for me. I know you're gonna have these Cowboys fans that say, "Well, if we don't win the Super Bowl, if Romo doesn't win it this year, uh, it's not a success." No, we need to make the playoffs and make steps. Just like um, the Cowboys teams in the past, we were pretty bad, and we made steps every year until we got to that point. Two more things about this game, real quick. Who do you want to see Demarco Murray's backup? Who do you, who would you like to see backing him up? I would like to see, um, and not just based Phillip, off the preseason. Philip Tanner, who do you think? Philip, Philip Tanner? Tanner, he runs. He could be the change of. He could be the change of pace, and 
when it, usually when you see when you hear a change of pace in football, you think, okay, he will be the fast running back. Right. Well, actually, Demarco Murray is the fast running right. back, but Philip Tanner could be the bruiser. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like um, uh, Dunbar. But yeah, I would like Philip Tanner to get more more touches. And lastly, Alec Alex Tanner, Tanny Tanny, Division three quarterback. Yeah. Did you see the videos they were showing of this dude about his yes. of his arm? Yeah, it's like they show those videos and then. Um, he almost turned the ball over. Yeah, uh, they showed did. these videos like right before he, he almost turned the ball over. <laughs> Lucky enough, we recovered it was a first down. But this dude's arm. Did you see these circus things he was doing? Yes. Like effortlessly. Division three. Division or three. Division two. One, it's still not a day one college He got player. picked up because of these videos, they said, right? Yes, the because videos of the videos. Got, that's crazy. If YouTube. he could somehow translate that into just football, <laughs> just yeah. like NFL caliber football with that arm, work on everything else. And he didn't. He didn't do too bad. Like, no, he didn't do bad at or all. Anything. He's like, very he athletic. Right. That that's crazy, man. Division three, that's crazy. Those videos were crazy. Hitting the right, the left post, just throwing it in the basket in the basketball hoop. Yeah, that's throwing crazy. it from one gym to the other. <laughs> that's crazy. Those it's just circus things. Let's move to our topic of the week, which is. Uh, continuation from last week. Last week we did a rough draft for the ranking the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. This week we put more thought into it and we came up with our sports reality official rankings. Now, of course, we're going to have my rankings and your rankings. Um, do you want to just have your rankings? Oh, if my I ranking? can't find my list. Well, I'll start at the bottom and I'll go from 32 to 20 while you're doing that. My rankings right now at 32. Kevin Cobb, 31, Chad Henney, 30, Matt Flynn, and Kevin Cobb, sorry, is playing for um, the Buffalo Bills, Uh, Chad Henney, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Matt Flynn, Oakland Raiders, at 29, Mark Sanchez, New York Jets, 28, Christian Ponder, Minnesota Vikings, 27, Carson Palmer, for the Arizona Cardinals. 26, Jake Locker of the Tennessee Titans. 25, Ryan Tannehill of the Miami Dolphins. 24, I'm going to have to make a change already because I, I meant to change this early. 25 is Josh Freeman for the Buccaneers. 24 is Ryan Tannehill. 23, Brandon Whedon of the Cleveland Browns. 22, Alex Smith of the Saints. Of the, I'm sorry, of the Kansas City Chiefs. 21, Sam Bradford of the St. Louis Rams. 20, Michael Vick, Philadelphia Eagles. What is your, um, or did you do top 32? I started from 1 through 15, okay. and I don't have my list, though. I thought I emailed it to myself. I'm still looking for it. Don't worry. Uh, you want me to freestyle with a beat? No, I can't uh, freestyle. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> so I'll just continue my list. Respect to people that can freestyle. That's talented. Yeah, it is. Yeah, go ahead. Continue. Uh, at number 19, Cam Newton for the Carolina Panthers. 18, Andy Dalton, Cincinnati Bengals. 17, Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford and Andy Dalton could change at any day for me. But as of now, Matthew Stafford. Detroit Lions. 16, Jay Cutler. He is not a good teammate. Nobody likes him. (laughs) Jay Cutler of the um, Chicago Bears. Now, this one is going to be a shocker. 
Should I stop and wait for you, or do you do you just know? go ahead? Because I, I don't find this. I can't find it. Okay, this will be a shocker for some, but I personally believe he should be right here at number fifteen. Colin Kaepernick, of the 49ers. Ooh, so you're just saying that? Ooh, Colin. Kaepernick. I think he had a hot streak, but let's see what yeah, happens. That's what I was wondering. Let's see what happens this year when huh. when the season starts. So Respect. at this very moment, I think I he's make number cool. fifteen. Okay. Number fourteen, Andrew Luck. Of the Indianapolis Colts. Number 13, Matt Schaub of the Houston Texans. Number 12, Phillip Rivers, San Diego Chargers. Number 11, Robert Griffin III. You're just disrespectful. No, I'm not being disrespectful. Right, but you ahead. like how I looked at you. Just You're to, disrespectful. No, no, I'm not. At this very moment, Robert Griffin III, number 11. Number 10, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Number nine, Tony Romo of the Dallas Cowboys. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I know you're going to say that. ridiculous. And I'm not even being biased. But I'll I'll explain why. Remember, rankings, and this is like similar to the beast. It's it's crazy, though, because it's all relative. Like, what are the exact rankings? Like, what are you ranking this off of? I'll tell you after I finish my list. And and these things can change. Tony Romo. I'm not saying. Two spots above RG3. These rankings are like NCAA rankings. You see what happened? USC was number one last year. They weren't unranked. They they lost five, six games last year. You can start at number one, but it's where you're going to end. But at this date, August 7th, Tony Romo is ninth. In the NFL. All right. At number eight, Joe Flacco, Baltimore Ravens. At number seven, Eli Manning of the New York Giants. Number six, Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number five, Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons. Number four, Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. Number three, Drew Brees of the New Orleans Saints. Number two, Peyton Manning of the... Denver Broncos, and number one, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. Now, what was your question for me? What are you basing these rankings off of? These rankings are more of a present uh, a power ranking, like a present strength. Like as of today? As of today. Right now, the reason why I have Colin Kaepernick where he is is because I'm not sure if it's going to translate this year. You know, defenses are are picking up on the op- read option. And I think he is, even though he has a cannon of an arm, his decision-making isn't the, the, the greatest out of those quarterbacks who succeeded last right. year. My only thing with rankings of as of today is, I mean, you when you're ranking as of today, you're taking in... Path, go ahead. Like... When you're when you're ranking them as of today, you're just taking into consideration. You're pu- you're basically placing people according to what their health status is, health not really because we don't know what anyone's doing right now. Not only their health skill wise, we don't their, know their teammates' health status. Right, right. And we don't know what any of them are really doing, especially when you have a team that's about that's looking t- for several replacements, mm-hmm. whether it be receivers. I mean, you don't really you can't really judge off of that as of right now. If we were doing power rankings as of the last time we saw them play or mm-hmm. off of last season, how much does your top 10 change, top 15? Well, as of last season, then I would obviously have to take out Tony Romo. But So you're basically – that's the rank power ranking for what you think this coming season is going to yes. be. Yes. All right. I mean – And my power rankings does – And I can't – and that's different. I Because as soon as you started, as soon as you started, I was thinking off of just – 
past and last year. And the thing about power rankings is it's also what's happening now, but you take some consideration of the past. Right. Like that's fair. Let's enough. be real. That's fair enough. I wouldn't. It, with with that being said, then that's different. That that's fair enough. Because let's be real, Tony Romo would be higher if the last three years didn't have the last two years. They didn't lose the last regular season game. If he actually won a playoff game or two playoff games in the last uh, couple seasons, he might actually be higher. So minus RG3's injury, where does he go? If RG3 is healthy, well, he's not. If he he's not healthy, healthy, but take off the surgery out of there and the injury. On my list? Yeah. He can beat 10 or 9. And still battling, Romo, still battling Romo, with Romo. Romo can move down. I can even move down Joe Flacco. Flacco, you're because not a Flacco, I'm not a and, and to be honest, he has Flacco, nothing. He has nothing Flacco, left. even though he's at eight on my list, he's trending down because Dennis Pitt is gone. Right. Um, Anquan Bolden's gone. Uh, you have um, their their full. Oh, actually, Vontae Leach came back, but um, if their fullback was gone, that that. Takes that adds pressure to him because the running game wouldn't be the same. Right. But um, two of his top targets are gone. Well, two of the three, because uh, you have Torrey Smith still there. But if I had like, of course, you know, have you ever seen power rankings where they have the trending arrow? Yeah. Either up, stay or down. Yeah. Flacco's down right, right I now. I agree. I agree. Um, and and of course, one because I'm not a believer in him, and two just because of the major hits his team has taken. I'm not a believer. I mean, how can I know people are just like, how are you not a believer? Someone that won the Super Bowl, right? He won the Super Bowl. I'm still not a believer though. Yeah, he, he yeah he won the Super Bowl, but it was a very good stretch. Also, the defense was playing out of their mind. Out of their mind. And I know people are going to say shoulda, coulda, woulda. That that bomb in in Denver <laughs> was played awful, awful. Like when he threw the ball. And I'm watching TV, and I'm saying, okay, he's throwing it he's throwing it deep. And I said, man, it could be something. And then I see the defender. I'm like, oh, it's about to be picked off. Then I just see Raheem Moore just, just, just whiffs. Jacoby Jones runs in for a touchdown, and that changes everything. That one play honestly changes everything because then they knew they could beat the Patriots. They beat them. They beat them earlier in the season. Then they almost beat them last last year. They were a field goal away from tying that game last year. So, like I said, and Anquan Bolden played out of his mind as a receiver. He was. And, yes, Flacco did play good in the Super Bowl. But Jacoby Jones, you don't run that touchdown back for a a, a um, the, the return that he got at the beginning of the second half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that was the second touchdown of the game. So that's he's trending down, but yeah, this like I said, it's a it's a pressing strength, power ranking. A lot of these things could change by week by week eight, week nine, right. and a lot of this could change by week seventeen. It's a solid list, I agree for the most part. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know. You were like what above <laughs> above uh, RG three. Some people would disagree with your ranking, your top four though. Drew, oh, Drew Brees, I know lots I mean, of people. Would, um, would Tom Brady was four, right? Yeah, Tom Brady was four, and the reason why he's four, like I said, you don't have Wes Welker, Gronkowski. You mean, you don't got Wes Welker, but you got the the closest replacement to Wes yeah, Welker. Yeah, but but 
He's like Wes Welker, but you've been with Wes Welker for the past six right. years. That's true. So you don't have Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. Gronkowski's hurt. hasn't been has been training camp. Right. Um, Aaron Hernandez isn't on the team anymore. Brandon Lloyd isn't on the Man. on the team anymore. Man. Gronk's injured. You said. Yeah, he hasn't. Of course, forearm. I'm assuming forearm, back, everything. <laughs> that, like the forearm hasn't healed, healed properly. His back is messed up. Man, Gronk. Just being reckless. So that's why he's my fourth. And Matt Ryan, he's my five. Because last year he had a very good year and he has Julio Jones and uh and Roddy White. Oh man, Julio Jones and Tony Gonzalez and Steven Roddy Jackson. And Tony Gonzalez is not retiring, right? He's playing. No, he's year. playing. And you have Steven Jackson there. Man. And you still have Jacquez Rogers as your uh back running back. So he's my fifth. Eli Manning. Look! 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 Look at the season he had I feel last like he's year. He's gonna have a breakout season. Jaque- ja- what's his name? Jaquiz Rogers. Jaquiz yeah. Rogers. But look at Eli Manning. Bad year. Ben Roethlisberger. Bad year. That's right. why they're where they are. Right. But um. My man Drew Brees, man. I just want him. I wanted him to be on another team. But these, I'm gonna name people who could definitely change their position by week 17 of this season. Of course, Tom Brady could change his position on my on this my power ranking. Um. Eli Manning could, because we don't know. He could either... The thing about Eli Manning, he's either sneaking it up or he's winning the Super Bowl. Eli? Yeah. The two years he did... The, he, okay, outside of the, the two Super Bowl it, years... That, it, it is that wide for him. Yeah, outside of the Super Bowl... Have a horrible Bowl, season or he'll win. Or he'll have a mediocre season and win. Yeah. Out of his two Super Bowl seasons, his stats are very bad. Yeah. They, they're very bad. Very mediocre or bad. They're not that good. So, um, like I said, Eli could change. Joe Flacco could change. Romo could change. Robert Griffin, we have to see what happens with him. Right. Um, Colin Kaepernick can can move up or down, depending on how they play. Um, Cam Newton can move up and down. Andy Dalton, I think, would be the one who could probably move up the most on my list. Andy Dalton, because... He's getting more comfortable with that offense. You have A.J. Green. You have Jermaine Gresham. Um, and there's another Andre Hawkins who – did you see Hard Knocks last, hard knocks last night? Very good. The um, Cincinnati Bengals do a good job at actually um, showing what really happens or being, being who they are. Usually the, some of the other teams – like uh, Kansas City Chiefs in 2007, they were kind of holding back. Uh, the Jets, uh, not the Jets, I'm sorry, the Dolphins, they were kind of holding back on stuff. People kind of shied away from the camera. Um, or when the camera came around, they kind of changed what they were saying. Or or you could see that some of them got you know confused as what was going on. This is the second time the Bengals are doing hard knocks and the first time they you know it had um chad johnson and and carson palmer and they had um who's the running back cedric benson was on that team and they did a good job of showing what really happens during training camp and what what to look for during the season there were lots of competition battles that year this year well it's only been the one episode you could see there's some battles uh for some uh, for the running back position and also uh, for second spot and receiver, the last scene of the show. Do you want me to tell you what happened? The last scene. Yeah, go ahead. I can see it. The last scene. There was a promise. There was a promising young player who was from Cincinnati. Um, offensive lineman 
they're saying, yeah, oh, he's looking really good. He was undrafted, but there he was doing better than they expected. One play broke his ankle and broke his leg and dislocated his ankle on the same play Dang. during a play. Um, he was blocking and the, you know the lineman just came real close. He ended up um, getting tangled up with somebody. You could actually see like Dang. when it when it came out of place, and then you could see the players like, oh, he's on the ground out for the year. Uh, hopefully, he can get a speedy recovery, man, or at Sheesh. least when I mean speedy, like he could be back for next year. And be back to where he is. You hate to see people get hurt. And then, um, you know, they, they end up not making it. But uh, he had a lot of promise. So, like I said, that was my power ranking. We went all over with this. We did. We did talk about the power ranking. What to expect for the upcoming season. And also hard knocks. Uh, before we go, just want to tell everyone where they can follow us on Twitter. Sports Reality LV. Uh, we do have a new Instagram page. We yeah, made so one go up. Go follow that. Got two. Um, it's no longer pictures up right now. Yeah, it's no longer Sports Reality LV. It's the Sports Reality LV. T H E. Yes. So follow us on there. You can also email us your questions, comments uh, to sports the Sports Reality at gmail dot com. Yep. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest host, being in the studio, please. Let us know what's going on. If you you please let us know that you're interested, we'll definitely have you on in here. Uh, also, looking for sponsors, anyone that's willing to sponsor, oh, yes. definitely hit us up. And uh, you can email us thesportsreality at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram, my Twitter page and Instagram page, J squared, J S Q U A R E D zero two one. What is your handle? Uh, my Twitter name is O underscore A-K-A-N-D-E. Just um, follow that. You'll see my Instagram through that. So, yeah, definitely hit us up. Um, we'd love to have new people on the show. Yes, and with football season coming in, it's going to be very, it is. very exciting. Be exciting. Very exciting. Uh, Eric, it was great to have you once again yes, with us. Yes, thanks for staying with us. We appreciate it. And uh, who's coming up next, Eric? Up next will be Kingdom of Hip Hop. Oh, yes. So stay tuned. Kingdom of Hip Hop. Stay Stay tuned. tuned. Take a listen. Support all the shows on here. If you're looking for a show, if you want to host your own show, go to the website. Yes. Hit up Marcus or Jeremy. Marcus or Jeremy or even Morgan. Somebody will get in contact with you. Yes. There's numbers. There's email on there. Um, Spots are flying off the shelf. So, yes. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. We want to thank all the viewers. Locally, uh, all countrywide and worldwide. Yes. And until next time, Rike. Sports reality. Peace.